welcome to another episode of Talking Shift. This podcast is a place for people to acquire knowledge of spirituality, or as I like to call it, our evolution. We talk about everything from spirits, psychics, the Galactic Federation, the Intergalactic Federation, channeling, spirituality, like all the things, starseeds, earth angels, healing, but my favorite, the ups and downs of being in these damn meat suits. Some of the shows you're going to be stuck with me, Diamond, as your host, and others are going to have my co-host, Alicia, or other various healers and wisdom sharers as we connect and we chat about our journeys, our experiences, and many discoveries we've had moving through our human and spiritual lives. We'll share some practices, tools that we've learned to help you shift your reality. We're all in this together, right? I would love for you to join us on our journey as we share and connect with others and create a space of acceptance and empowerment. We are brave, we are bold, we are raw, and we are very real. We'd love for you to join the conversation. Feel free to reach out at our email, reachout at diamondno.com or connect with us on our socials. TikTok is diamond.no and Facebook and Instagram are both diamondno. And oh, as in, nope. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Hi, hi. Welcome to Talking Shift again with myself, Dime. And today I am with Sarah Rose. Hello. Spiritual advisor extraordinaire. <laughs> I always have to do like a big intro because I love you. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna hash out a topic today without it being pre-planned which I love which you from the hip yeah. so what are we talking about okay um let's talk about feelings of loneliness loneliness and loss um what we do to kind of fill that void and then really like let's dive deep into what is the actual disconnection happening mm -hmm. um and how do we remove the superficial filling and go mm -hmm. right down deep to what we actually need. Awesome sauce. I'm going to be yeah. vulnerable already. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> loving this vulnerability lately. Um, no, I love this topic because I know this came up in your woman's circle that you host on Thursdays, yes. right? Yeah. And I know I got some, like I saw the emails come through about like, oh my God, that was so transformative and so powerful. Like, thank you. So I thought that was really awesome. I'm so glad that you're choosing to like make this the topic today. Yes, this is something legit that I struggled with all in my 20s and most of my 30s. Like I was a single mom. I right. like corporate crazy career, like touring the world with anyway, it was busy and I didn't have love in my life. You know, I was getting it wrong over and over and over again, the love thing, because I was like, all right, like actively searching for trying to get that fulfillment. Right. But anytime we're striving we are in survival mode. We are not in thrive, higher vibrational mode. Right. So for me, here's the vulnerability piece. I, I've done a lot of writing and I'm published under a couple of different names, but one of the books that I wrote was called Lost because oh. I like dead serious. <laughs> so for most of my life in the way and the fashion that I grew up being bounced around and there was a lot of abandonment and stuff for me, and then in my adult, young adulthood, not being able to get this whole fucking love thing down. Like, let me tell you how wrong I got it. I know exactly what not to do. So I've got that list <laughs> perfected. Well, um, 
<laughs> which then eventually led me to figuring it out. But anyways, um, but yeah, I wrote this book called Lust because I, I just felt alone. I felt so alone. I felt completely lost in this world. I wasn't 100% certain on soul purpose. I had sort of stepped into this, but not to the extreme that I'm in now. And it was me navigating like what fulfills me. And I remember like anything that made me like that was fun. I was like, okay, I'm going to go do that. Okay, I'm going to go do that. Okay, I'm going to go do that. So I kept my schedule so overwhelmed. And then I would get home and, you know, be derobing to get into bed and be like, oh, I still have that feeling. Yeah. That, like disconnect. Like what is going on? Right. So I know the feeling of lonely. Oh man, I know that feeling. And I know the feeling of that lost feeling of, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I fit or where I belong and never having roots for me is like a piece of that because I never had a foundation and my root chakra was not developed. Let me tell you how much I had to work on that. Right. So my journey, yeah, absolutely. I can resonate with this topic so much and I love that you addressed it as like those superficial things that fulfill us Yep. into what actually does fulfill us, what helps us fill that void of loneliness. Right. Right. And I see it with my clients all the time. They're on dating sites looking for it, man. Yeah. They're like, okay, it's got to be love. But they never find it until they figure out what that void truly is right which is so powerful right so let's hash it out what's the void man well yeah and like it's not even for the people that are out there looking for relationships it's Mm -hmm. it's the parents as well who Mm -hmm. um it's like we drop everything to raise our kids or you know into run this household it could be a man, like a dad that does it, or it could be a mom that does it. Sometimes we're single moms. Sometimes we're single dads. Sometimes we have the partner with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also create that codependency, right? Where we're like, we're constantly um, filling that superficial need by taking care of everybody else. And then when, you know, the children, you know, they start going out and they're doing things socially without you, or your partner starts going out and doing things on their own, you're kind of like, whoa, but like, what do I do? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And then you kind of get resentful at first. You're like, well, what the, I just spent all of this time doing, you know what I mean? But it's, that's that superficial of blaming them for the fact that you don't feel full. Like your cup is not full. You, you, you feel lost because you have no idea what to do. So then you're filling the void by like, going out and buying things. I was a shopper. Oh my God. I I shopped all the damn time. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That I'm like, okay, so now it's kind of like, why do I really need this? Is it just a want? Do I see it on other people? And I like, oh my God, I really want that. That's, that looks really cool. Or is it, you know, like, does, does this really fill me? Is this a direct representation of myself before I buy this? Mm -hmm. Um, I still don't have that willpower. Oh, it's hard. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I actually was a shopaholic for, um, I was either a workaholic or a shopaholic. Those were my two vices in life. Uh, 
And yeah, that was like, I, whenever I got to that, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, let's go drop a brand and it's like stupid. Right. And then I have clothes hanging in the closet with tags on it for like, I was like, no, I don't really like it. I don't know. Yeah. Ridiculous. Right. My problems are not real problems, but that's how I dealt with it. Yeah. It's even food. Food is the same way. Mm -hmm. It can be food. It can be love. It can be codependency with your child. Oh, I say that across the board, like making your child, your best friend and doing everything together. (laughs) Oh, I see that all the time. Like there's all these different ways that we attach ourselves to and unknowingly, this is very subconscious. We attach ourselves to these, these things or these adventures or these relationships. My relationship with shopping was a big thing. My relationship with my daughter was a huge thing. And just like you said, all of a sudden, when we get these times alone, and so I want to challenge all of our listeners. Like if you, if you really want to tap in and go through evolutionary process, spend one Saturday night completely alone. Yeah. Completely alone. Yeah. And you're not allowed to do any housework. Like sit down on the couch and sit there alone for like half an hour. Yep. Don't distract yourself with TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. Sit with it and see where is it residing? What are you really feeling? And I remember the first time that that happened, like I'm a single mom. And when my daughter got old enough, um, she was off doing her thing. My son was out visiting his father and I was like, okay, what do I do? I go to the bar? Like, what do I do? (laughs) Right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. And all my friends happened to be busy. And so I remember it was actually the truth. It was Christmas. It was the first Christmas that my kids were off doing. I was like 31, I think. And Christmas morning, I woke up knowing that the kids were coming the next day. And that is when the lonely sunk in because I kept myself so busy with everything else. Nothing is open on Christmas. Right. So I sat there and I was like, all right, what's this feeling? That was that moment where I was like, oh, there's, there's actually something going on in here. There's this like this ache. Yeah. Like, what is this? So I did a lot of exploring that day and discovered that it was like, I wasn't fueling the relationship with myself. Yeah. I wasn't fueling it. I was very aware of my self-love, my self-talk, the inner child work. I had done so much healing at this point, but I was unaware of making sure that I was consistently checking in and nurturing that piece. Right. That like quality inner, what's going on here? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. last, last week I had the same thing. I'm like, barefoot walking in the forest and I'm like I want to do this and I want to go to this place for like the whole weekend and I want to turn off my phone and I want someone to massage me and feed me you know like so I don't have and then I thought well why don't like why why do I want to do that and it was like it's because I haven't checked in with myself I haven't really spent that time to nourish me and you know like I'm again like we're these spiritual advisors and we're helping everybody and we're doing but like we're not we needed that reminder of like, Hey, you're important too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to share how I do mine. You guys are going to laugh so hard. You're going to get all the quirky. Um, <laughs> I love it. All the quirky. So, and then I want you to share some of the things that you do as well. Let's, okay. give some, let's give some tips and tricks, shall we? 
Okay. So this void, the thing that you'll notice is like, so like I teach a lot of quantum physics. We're energetic bodies and we have a certain vibration. And if you are not checking in with yourself, that lonely piece is going to sneak up and rear its ugly head unannounced. Yep. And which exactly what you said, it's going to turn into resentment towards your partner or the cleaning responsibilities or like the mom responsibilities, right? Yeah. I do work with a lot of men as well. And this lonely piece, I'll be very close, like it's crossing boundaries here. Men experience it when their partners are not intimate physically with them. And so what happens is when we are not checking in with ourselves, when we're not filling, we're not creating the vibration of connection. In order for you to have anything in the world, you have to become the vibration. Right. So the law, universal law of vibration states, whatever you are is what you will, will receive through the law of attraction. So heads up, whole other um, podcast coming at you very soon, manifesting. It is not a fucking thing. You just become the vibrational match. So back to this point, <laughs> side note, um, back to this point, if you are not doing that deep internal connection with yourself, you are not a vibrational match for deep connection. So you're going to always experience this void. So my male clients experience a void distance between their romantic partners or their children or the fulfillment at work or getting their game on when they're out doing sports. It's not as good. Legit. Your body will react to your vibration. For women, it does. It totally does. No, I'm just like, I'm actually like replaying, watching that happen. And I'm like, oh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Like, oh, that's why you suck. Okay. <laughs> You're not in vibrational match with yourself. Um, no, it's legit though. Yeah. So, and then for women, when we are not doing that deep connection, that check-in point, the vibrational void is we get overwhelmed we are, we like, you will vibrationally match with more responsibility. So I'm having a hot ah moment. I have this puppy that I just got that is literally shitting all over the house. And I'm like, oh, if I, if I check in with myself lately, cause I have been busy, man. Like I'm traveling all over. I'm working all over the place. Like it's crazy. And my puppy is not vibrationally matching me. I just realized that right now. I'm like, hence the endless amount, copious amounts of paper towel I'm going through. But this is how it works. So you get inundated with more responsibility. So whatever you are, if you are not connecting in, you are the void. Therefore, the void will increase and increase and increase. So your kids will get snotty ass noses. Your puppy will shit all over the house. Your partner will ask you to do more laundry or who knows what. I'm just assuming I don't live with my partner. So... I don't know, I do my own, but you'll get inundated with things that'll keep you in void. Right. So this is really totally always, always with everything, an inside job. Yep. So it's connecting into that void. And that's why it's so important. If you don't, you're going to have a bigger void and you have bigger loneliness and you're going to keep love out of reach. You're going to keep that romantic partner out of reach. You're going to keep intimacy. You're going to keep good sisterhood conversation, good friendship. You're going to keep it all out of reach if you stay the void. Because right. whatever you are will just get magnified and magnified and magnified until you celebrate it or ignore it or change it. 
right? So how do we fill that void? So now we know the why. Right. So how do we fill that void now? Oh, it goes, you know what, to me, it's like, I go back to your four bodies, your, you know, what you taught me, you know, your physical body, your mind, your emotions, and your spiritual body. So what does each one require from you every single day? Like I, um, when I go searching for clothes online, I'm looking for something that's comfy, that's going to feel good against my body. So sometimes it is, it is a new pair of pants or it's a new sweater that's going to make me feel so soft mm-hmm. and like loving, but it's also touching my body, like feeling my body, thanking oh, my Oh, I body. touch my body all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me some oil, right? (laughs) (laughs) Where's some coconut oil? (laughs) Or it's like smelling that favorite scent. Like you love buying flowers. You're taking Mm -hmm. that scent in. You're looking that that visual. And that is Mm -hmm. for yourself. Working out. You like to work out. I love to run. I love to walk. And when I'm walking, I'm actually meditating and like channeling these ideas and thoughts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, this is for a great podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so taking those little things every single day Mm -hmm. actually amount to like a really big thing. And then you're like, yeah, I feel I'm relaxed. My vibration is higher. And I don't need to go running around picking up kids that, you know, like, weren't really in my schedule to do or adding things that really just don't align with me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine definitely it's all about the four bodies, something microscopic for each body a day. Now I have a heavy responsibility with my career, right? We're running this giant right. company. So my, I get up at five o'clock in the morning and I hit the gym and I lift weights. That's my dedication to myself. That was not an easy transition. I do not recommend it is <laughs> like, I'm not saying go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Like hell no. Like I took me, I had to train myself to become a morning person. Like it was hard ass work to get to that, but it's something that really fulfills me and keeps my mental body really, really strong and lets me be more driven. So that's just a me thing. I, don't recommend like five o'clock in the morning sucks ass. I don't like it. But anyway, um, so that's one of my big things that I do. And I meditate every single day. That's a big thing that I do. My little things, however, are the things that are my game changers. So I am a visual person. I need visual stimulation. I need things that make me fall back into gratitude that make me go. Oh, thank you. I love you. My favorite mantra thank you. I love you. That is the frequency of gratitude. And that fulfills me. So I've, I've like, I get a lot of gifts from my clients and from like TikTok people. I love it. I have unicorn shrapnel everywhere. Like my whole house, you've seen my place. There's unicorns fucking everywhere, man. I love it. They're in the bathroom. They're (laughs) they're everywhere. I love it. Um, and then I have like my bedroom, super bougie. My living room is super hippie. Like I, I have color, I have texture, I have visual stimulation that really fulfills me. And yeah. I clean as I go because I like clean, I like tidy, right? So that that's a thing for me. Kind of a big thing, but also a small thing. Every day, it's just like, as I use it, I put it away and it's just very visually stimulating for me. Um, the biggest thing for me though, this is the quirky part, the biggest thing and you can judge me for being vain all you fucking want I don't give a shit because this changed my life 
I talk to my damn self all the time, all the time. When I am done my makeup, I will step back and look in the mirror and be like, babe, yes, fuck, you're beautiful. Like, this is a thing for me. Yes. I never used to be able to even look in mirrors. Like, no. oh my gosh. Like my body image issues were so low from so much narcissistic abuse um, as a child. Like I had, I could not fall in love with my body. It took me years and years and years and years, but I figured it out. Now I get to teach it, which is awesome. But like, I talk to myself in the mirror. I make eye contact with myself. I have, I call myself baby girl. Cause like, Lord help me, my future husband better call me baby girl. Like I fucking love that. I don't know why I'm a weirdo, but I do. So I do that for me. So when I'm talking to myself, it's like, all right, baby girl. I took all shame, all guilt out of my narrative. hundred percent gone. I don't say I should, or I could, or I would have. I don't use any of that low vibrational language. Right. I give myself permission to love myself and to do what feels right in every single moment. I give myself permission. If I need to be a lady of luxury and put my feet up on the couch and snuggle a puppy to make up for the fact that I'm mad at him all the time because he shifts all over us, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. If I want to watch TikTok for half an hour or an hour, that's what I'm going to do. My guilty pleasure, oh, my guilty pleasure every, not every night, but like once a week, usually Sundays when I'm done everything and I'm set up for the week, trash TV. What's your trash TV? What do you like to watch? Oh my God. Okay. So I just finished the OC. Love it. Give me all oh like, my God. Give me everybody's drama because I don't have any. <laughs> like, I just like, what? Uh, so just the to high school. I know it's insane. Um, I'm trying to think of there was one that I watched. Oh, the Love Is Blind. You did. So I watched <laughs> Love Is Blind, and then I watched the like the there was like six six uh, episodes for like the after Love Is Blind thing, and I was okay. like sitting there with popcorn, like oh yeah, <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> so it's one of my guilty pleasures. It's like. Sunday afternoon in a little trash TV. Yeah. So it just lets me know what's in the world. And I'm like, oh. And then I'm psychoanalyzing everyone. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Your but anyways. system needs to change. <laughs> yeah. I see your beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but really, like, my big game changer, honestly, truthfully, is the way I talk to myself. Like, okay. oh, it's such a game changer, guys. If you can spend... 15 minutes a day broken up. Every time you go to the bathroom and you're washing your hands, you're looking in the mirror anyway. Make yeah. eye contact. And be like, I see you. That's how it started. I didn't like it. Yeah. I see you. I see you and I love you. So even then, like, you know, sometimes we look in the mirror and we're like, fuck, I look tired. So what is it that like we can do to make ourselves feel better right now? Would mm -hmm. that be something? I I definitely try not to judge. Sometimes okay. I'll laugh and I'll be like, wow, you're a hot mess right now. Look at you. Yeah. And like, I kind of celebrate it. Yeah. Um, but it's just that I see you. Okay. And if I, if I feel that I'm appearing a little bit more tired or whatever, it's like, oh, babe, I love you. Make sure we go to bed early tonight. Okay. It's just like, I love that. 
I talk to myself the way I would my best friend. Like a hundred percent. Like I am my best friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you can fall so madly in love with yourself, but you don't need anything. No. You just get desire more. Yeah. And then that gets reciprocated back, right? It's like the biggest game changer for me was my self-talk and making sure that I was looking at myself in the mirror and not judging myself. And if we go to the mirror, I have two rules. Rule one, don't look for the things you don't want to see. Right. Right. Cause like my eyes go right to my midsection and right to my, my aging ass. Super awesome. I go right there and I'm like, no, we're not looking for the things we don't want to see. We're celebrating. So I get back <laughs> up in celebration. Um, and then if I am going to look at the things I don't want to see, I'm going to do it with kindness Yeah. and say, okay, how do we feel about this? Do we want to do anything about this? Right. If the answer is no, and it was no for me for years, it was no, I don't. I want to pour another fucking glass of wine. That's what I want to do about it. That was my answer for a long time. And I was like, okay, then I'm not going to hate you. And I literally would like rub my tummy. I'd be like, it's okay. Yeah. I love you. My body's just doing what it needs to do for me. And then eventually that changed. Now, tummy's still the same, but whatever. Like, I'm okay. I love it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So that was my biggest thing. Then from there, my other little things it's all in what your senses are. So I'm visual and I'm auditory. So I almost always have music going. Me too. Almost always. And Love sometimes it. it's yoga mu- music. Sometimes it's freaking rap. Sometimes yep. it's rock and roll. Like it doesn't matter. It's just whatever I'm feeling in that moment. Yep. And I know if I'm in a funk, it is so hard to move out of a funk because motivation doesn't come naturally to humans inspiration creates motivation. So if I am in a low vibration or a low self-worth space or a low tired fatigue, whatever. Yeah. The hardest thing that I have to do in that moment is get up and hit the speaker. That's it. Just put on the music. If you're auditory like I am. Yeah. And then the music will shift you because it's vibration. Right. everything's energy and then that even if I don't get off the couch at least I'm feeling a higher vibration feeling better and not even that you're listening right it's Just, um that yeah see and when you said that I'm like yeah okay it would be hard to press play but pressing play for me would be like the initial step the second step would be actually listening to it like really mm-hmm. taking it in mm-hmm. um and I know subconsciously I could take it in um, but to really like listen to the frequency would be mm-hmm. something for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have, I have a playlist for all of my needs, like no joke. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I've got a, okay, let's get shit done playlist. I, I think it's actually called that get shit done. I have a, you need a good cry playlist. I have a, no, we are going to the gym playlist. <laughs> I have a let's tidy up playlist. I have a calm the fuck down playlist. <laughs> like I've created playlists for everything. So music is super, super important for me. Um, the visual piece for me 
if you are more like think about what your best senses are and then set yourself up for success so if it's smell then you're going to use aromatherapy or something that serves you if you're tactile then make sure that your clothes go put on something super rewarding right like i have a small tactile thing so when I know that I need that, or if I'm overstressing, there's a particular necklace I wear that's like really smooth on the thumb. Okay. And so I like play with that for my tactile. So there's lots of different ways. It's just learning yourself yes. and what helps bring balance, what helps bring that restoration, what helps you connect back in. Because you do not want to reside in void. Yeah. It's so important. Whether you think you have a void or not, even if you're like, oh no, I'm totally fine. I don't have a void. Cool then fill it up more, like become more connected. The more connected you are, especially for those side note, for those that are desiring to step into sole purpose. This company did not hit over six figures until I became fully connected. And as soon as I became fully connected, it just started climbing like mad. It's not about the dollar. For me, it's about the amount of souls that we get to help. And like my goal is 1 million, right? Yep. We're on our way there. We're like a quarter of the way there. It's all right. (laughs) But it's like my sole purpose soared more. The more I connected into me because I'm the vibrational match of connection. Right. Like a hundred percent. So no matter what you want, become the vibrational match of connection and watch it happen. Quite so I love that. I know, right? And there you are. There's all of our guts spilled out for you. <laughs> awesome sauce. All right, we have so much going on. We've got our galactic memberships for anyone who star seeds out there. Those are wild. Love that. Oh my god, they're picking up like crazy. Sarah's got her sisterhood awakening circle on Thursday it's- nights. Yep. We've got a bunch of new mentors launching over the next little while. A bunch of news. I've just launched, I haven't advertised it yet, just launched a one-on-one private session with me, Starseed Activation course. Nice. Oh, I'm loving <laughs> the Starseed stuff. Like, oh, it gets me so like, oh, I love it. <laughs> so cool. There's that. And like, there's so much coming. It's so awesome. So follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, but everything, all of our socials, everything, Sarah's page, my page, the services are all at diamondno.com. And thanks for hanging out with us this time. Thank you. Until next time, be brave, be bold, be raw, bitches. (laughs) Bye.